Here's a question for you all. What should the Ducks do about John Gibson? And what should be the Ducks' goalie situation going forward? Oh, and ponder this. If, if the Ducks were to trade John Gibson, what team would be the best destination for him for both parties? Hmm. I'll give you my thoughts on that on this edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but it is raining pretty good right now. Oh boy, welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for over a decade. A reminder, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Amazon, YouTube. Don't forget to hit that bell, hit that subscribe button. Oh boy, yeah. I've been covering hockey for well over a decade, and I've covered some bad teams, some teams that are rebuilding (laughs) especially this Anaheim Ducks team I mean I've been doing this podcast for the better part of four years and this Ducks team has been continually rebuilding or in the you know Bob era retooling as it were and it hasn't really gone to plan especially this season look this season has gone as far south as as we, I mean, we didn't expect this. We did not see this coming. And now that the trade deadline is approaching in 18 days, less than that, what are the Ducks going to do on this trade deadline? Well, I said at the start that the Ducks need to think about their goaltending situation. So in this segment, I'll talk about the goaltending situation. And the following segments, I'll talk about John Gibson at length because there is one team out there that I think would be perfect for John Gibson. So first, let's talk about the goalie situation right now. The Ducks are just, you know, t- all the way in the bottom as far as goals allowed, but that is not all John Gibson's fault. John Gibson, I mean, he's tried his best. I mean, what do we do? What do we do about John Gibson? Look, They have to keep trotting him out there because Anthony Stolarz is hurt. But on the same token, they have a backup goaltender right now that should get some more starts in Anaheim. And his name is Lukash Dostal. So I want to talk about Gibby for a second. Gibby, his numbers are pretty decent right now. His goal score or his scorecard right now is not too bad. And this is according to... Hockey Stat Cards, which uses a lot of its information from Nat Statrick. John Gibson, right now, has an average game score of negative .17. Okay, that's not too bad when you consider that there are a lot of goalies that are worse off. John Gibson has the highest expected goals against, by far, in the NHL. John Gibson has an expected goals against, that's lowercase x, GA, of 132.81. So almost 133 expected goals against him. He's allowed 139. 
So he's about six off of that total, which, you know, isn't terrible. It's not the worst when you consider that there are some goalies that have far, far worse. Cal Peterson, in only 10 games, he accumulated a negative 11.6 total, you know, game score total. That was really bad. Thatcher Demko for the Vancouver Canucks. He's at a negative 13. So there are way worse goalies out there. This is not to say that it is all John Gibson's fault, but it's also not to say that Gibby, like, it's not all bad. It's not all good either. And I think a fresh start would suit him right now because he has seen the most shots, highest expected goals, as I mentioned. I think it's time for a change. I mean, it's got to be disheartening for a world-class goaltender like John Gibson to continually see 39-plus shots on average. It's got to do something to him mentally, and I think a new team would be good for him. You know, like, give, give him a fresh start somewhere else. I don't know how much longer Gibby wants to stay here during this rebuild, and the way it's looking now, this rebuild might be a little bit longer than we had hoped for. So maybe a fresh start is in order. So what does that mean for the Ducks goaltending situation? There is someone on the wings that is ready right now. Lukash Dostal. So let me go over some of Dostal's kind of analytics really quickly. And this is according to the public tableau, thanks to Sean O'Brien, who hosts the Calder Farmstead. He's really the only person that does AHL analytics. And the fact that San Diego has also allowed the most shots on average in the AHL, you know, the apple doesn't, you know, far fall or fall far from the tree. It really doesn't. I know what I meant to say. Lukas Dostal right now has a goals saved above average per 60 minutes of 0.326. Wait, whoa, wait. That's not in the negatives? <laughs> yes, that is completely true. Dostal is above average. He's above expected in the American Hockey League. And this is also considering that the San Diego goals have allowed the most goals in the American Hockey League. I'm not even kidding about that. San Diego has allowed a whopping 188 goals in 48 games. That's an average of about four goals per game. That's awful. And a lot of that cannot be put on Dostal. The defense in front of Dostal, just like the defense in front of John Gibson, has been abysmal all season long. And the fact that Dostal is above expected and above the average, that tells you how much of a workload Dostal has had in San Diego. And it also tells you that he might be ready. No, check that. I should not say might be. He is ready. He is absolutely ready for the National Hockey League. And I am not just BSing either. I truly believe that Dostal can be the goaltender of the future for the Anaheim Ducks. He is that guy. In seven games... He's got an expected goals against of 25. He's allowed only 23 goals. In only seven games, he was expected to have about 
3.7 goals per game against him, just like San Diego. So this is something that he is used to, and I truly believe he's ready for the big show. Is he ready as a starter? Uh, Probably not as a starter yet, but he's definitely ready as a consistent backup goaltender, and this could be the same trajectory that John Gibson took when he was starting out. You know, people forget that John Gibson started off, you know, in the minor leagues. He spent almost a full season as a San Diego goal in 2015. Yeah, that was that long ago. And people tend to forget that Gibby didn't, you know, start off hot right away. He had to work on it and he had to go back down to the minors after he had already made his NHL debut, kind of in the same vein that Lukash Dostal is. So that's why I do think that Dostal eventually, maybe not eventually, but in the next two years, could be a good starter for this Anaheim Ducks team. So I think that's where the Ducks stand as far as goaltending is concerned. All right, next segment, I'm going to reveal who I think should go after the services of John Gibson. And I'll tell you about that on the other side. But first, let's talk about FanDuel. Now, we're excited at Locked On because FanDuel is our newest sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. And the midway point of the NBA season and the NHL season is here. So now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000 If your first bet does not win, that's right, up to 1,000 bucks in bonus bets. Just download the FanDuel app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Gotta love those parlays. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet of up to 1,000 bucks back in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash Locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And I just talked about the Ducks goaltending situation of the future. I still really believe that Dostal is going to be the future of this Ducks franchise. But, you know, what should the Ducks do about John Gibson? I wouldn't say he's a disgruntled star, but he's got to be tired of seeing all these shots. So there were a few candidates that I had to look at. While I wanted to look at Pittsburgh as a possible destination, I don't know if they can make it work with the numbers. Plus, there's a slew of other players that Pittsburgh could go after. They could go after Adam Henrique. I know Hunter Hodes was on last week, and he was really curious about the services of Adam Henrique because the Penguins, they're okay as far as goaltending. They already have a Casey to Smith. They have a Tristan Yari. Once Tristan is healthy, I think Pittsburgh will be fine as far as goaltending. The Pens need depth scoring. 
So I took Pittsburgh off the list as a possible destination for the Ducks, never mind the fact that you know they don't have a whole lot of cap space right now. So then I looked at teams that have a lot of cap space that could possibly use his services. So there were a few teams in there that I kind of liked. Um, the Preds, I don't know if they need a goaltender because they already have a UC Soros. So they're fine there. Kevin Lankinen, he's already like a fine backup. So I took Nashville off the list. Then I looked at some teams that have a lot of cap space. Maybe the Minnesota Wild. So I thought about that. Then I took that one away. Because Marc-Andre Fleury is still there the following season. And they also have Philip Gustafson. Who has actually been a little bit better than Fleury this season. I mean, looking at some of the metrics right now. Philip Gustafson has been playing above expected. His expected goals against is about 60. He's allowed only 48 goals. I think he's going to be possibly in the Minnesota Wilds' future as far as goaltending. So I took Minnesota, you know, kind of off the list, but I would kind of keep an eye on Minnesota. Detroit, I would keep an eye on. Detroit has the cap space. They also do have, I mean, they have some goaltending. It's not, you know, all that bad. But they have goaltenders that have underperformed, is the word I'm going to use there. Vile Husso has been about average, about expected. Detroit could do better. Magnus Helberg, eh, he's been decent. Alex Nedeljkovic. Now, Ned has been below average for the Detroit Red Wings. So I look at the Red Wings as a possible destination for John Gibson. Detroit would be like my number two destination for John Gibson. I think he could do well in Detroit. He could wind up being a great starting goaltender for Detroit. If not for the fact that Ville Husso has two years left in his contract after this year. At four points of million, but Detroit has all that cap space. They've got a draft pick that they could, you know, burn. And they've also got some pretty decent players that they could unload on the Ducks. You know, they could unload a bad contract if they want. I don't know. I mean, who could the Ducks take? They could take, I don't know, Suter, Sunquist for a season. If Detroit wanted to shed cap space, they don't need to shed cap space. But there's also a lot of great prospects on Detroit's roster. I mean, how would you like to have Marco Casper as a future prospect? That's a good one. How about another prospect that I kind of like? Um, how about Amadeus Lombardi? Lombardi I also like a lot. And there's another kind of prospect that I really like, but I don't know if Detroit would give him up. Simon Edvinson. Edvinson, I liked when I covered or when I talked about, you know, who the Ducks could possibly look at in the draft. This could be the Ducks' chance to get someone that they really liked. He went sixth overall in the 2021 entry draft. That's someone that I think could do a lot of good on both sides of the ice 
for the Anaheim Ducks. So if they were to go Detroit, they could pluck away a couple of prospects, get a pick. But that is not my number one. My number one destination for John Gibson is the Buffalo Sabres. And there's a plethora of reasons why I think Buffalo would be a good spot for John Gibson. The Buffalo Sabres are an up-and-coming team right now. They are still in the playoff hunt right now. If Buffalo can somehow get their ish together and, you know, get a better goaltender, then I think legitimately they could make some noise down the stretch. And look at their goaltending situation. Eric Comrie, he has been well below average. Craig Anderson, I mean, he's been good, but he's also, I mean, I hate to say it, but he's also old. I mean, Craig Anderson is no spring chicken, folks. Craig Anderson is 41 years old. He's probably going to retire after this season. His contract is done. And then you have Uko Pekalukkanen, who most famously was the goaltender that was victimized by Trevor Zegras and Sonny Milano during that flying Z goal. So that's what Lukanen is best known for. I don't think the Sabres are going to give up Uko Pekalukkanen because they really have no one else on goal. There is a goaltender in Buffalo's system that it would take a lot to pluck him out of Buffalo's grasp. But if the Ducks were to make a trade with the Buffalo Sabres, you've got to go after him. You know who I'm talking about. you got to go after Levi. Absolutely. Look, Devin Levi is going to be a star in the NHL. I truly believe that. For those of you that missed it, Levi was just out of this world during the Beanpot Tournament. And Sarah Avampato, frequent guest of this podcast, she happened to be at the Beanpot this year. And she raved on and on about Levi in goal. You know, he was spectacular, especially in that Beanpot final. He was named the tournament, the Beanpot Tournament MVP for the Northeastern Huskies. Why wouldn't the Ducks at least want to take a shot at going after Levi? Why not? I think it'd be at least worth it to maybe take a crack at him. And Devin, he's 21 years old. That could be a good goalie tandem for the next few years. If if the Ducks were to somehow take him off of their grasp. Now, why would they take Levi off their grasp? Because there's a couple other prospects that Buffalo really, really likes. And I'll talk about those prospects after this brief second intermission. So stay locked in. But first, let's talk about Athletic Greens. That is right. I ran the marathon recently. I'll actually be running another half marathon next year. And I'll be going back to my training probably in about a month or so. But I wanted something that gave me better gut health, more energy, and optimized immune system. And I hate taking pills. So that's when I started taking Athletic Greens or AG1. What is AG1? With one scoop, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. 
And you know what? It is recommended by professional athletes. It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, and it contains less than one gram of sugar. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that's it. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five, five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Once again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with JD Hernandez. Oh yeah, Locked On. Yeah, this this cool beanie that I have. I, I do like the beanie a lot. Yeah, it's really comfortable. And it's also really cold, guys. So, you know, start, try to stay a little bit warm. All right. So I already mentioned the Ducks possibly going after Devin Levi. There's a couple other prospects, and I think the best prospects that Buffalo has are 18 years old. Both of them. I'm talking about Matthew Savoy, or Savoie. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got to learn his pronunciation because I've heard both from different broadcasters. So I'm, I think it's Savoy. But Matt Savoy currently plays for the Winnipeg Ice. Hmm, that team sounds familiar. Oh, that's right. That's the team that Gage Alexander has played for. The goalie prospect for the Anaheim Ducks. And he has got such immense potential. He's got a really high upside. You know, he's got really quick hands. He beats defenders like that. Plus, he's got an NHL-ready shot. He's ready for the big game. But what I like the most is his skating, he's an explosive skater. He's got the speed. And that's something that the Ducks do need. That's someone that they kind of want on their top six eventually. They want someone with a lot of speed. That can maybe even cherry pick for a few goals. And also just drive puck play. He is on the power play, the top unit for the Winnipeg Ice. And the reason I know this is because I watched a couple of Winnipeg games because Gage Alexander had been there. So I thought I'd see what Savoy's all about. And he is the real deal. He is that good. So why not take a shot at him? Or how about Yuri Kulich for the Rochester Amherst or the Rochester Americans, the Buffalo Sabres top AHL team. Now, as of this recording, Yuri Kulich has a three-game goal streak going on in the AHL. This is right after the All-Star break. And look, he's a terrific player. He's shown that he can play with the big boys in the AHL. As of this recording, again, he's got a three-game goal streak and a four-game points streak. Five points in his last four games. He's been pretty impressive and the more the season has worn on, the more impressive he looks. Now, he has gotten off to a bit of a slow start this season. But once the holidays kind of came around, that's when he really began to pick it up. After Thanksgiving, he scored eight goals in about 
19 games. It's quite good. And in that span, he's averaging a little under a point a game, which is also a great sign for an 18-year-old in the American Hockey League. Let me repeat that. He's only 18. And he's already putting up some pretty good numbers in the American Hockey League. So those are three huge prospects that the Ducks need to go after if if they are to go the way of the Buffalo Sabres. And Buffalo certainly has, one, the cap space, two, the prospects, three, the picks also. Buffalo has not one, not two, but three second-round picks in this year's draft. So why not go after one or two of those as well, especially in this deep draft? Buffalo has an embarrassment of riches, and I think they should absolutely explore, you know, possibly exploring John Gibson. And I think it would be beneficial to both sides. It would be beneficial to John Gibson because he could be part of an outstanding young team that has a lot of great players like a Tage Thompson, a Dylan Cousins, a Jeff Skinner, an Alex Tuck, a Matthias Samuelson. There's some great players on that roster. I think Buffalo is on the upswing. They could be back in the playoffs sooner than rather than later. I truly believe that. And if Gibby can make his way out there, he could help them so much because their goaltending right now is... Ugh. If it wasn't for their goaltending, Buffalo might be in a playoff spot right now. If not for their goaltending. And as far as the Ducks, they could get a huge prospect goaltender of the future and also get some great prospects for the future. So that's who I really think the Ducks could explore if they were to trade John Gibson. I mean, what do you guys think? One, should the Ducks trade John Gibson? Two, if they were to trade him, is Buffalo your number one choice? What other teams are out there that you think John Gibson could go to? Could it be Pittsburgh? Could it be Detroit? What other teams do you think could be a good fit? And what other teams do you think could give the best package? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments, or you could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. I really, really want to know what your thoughts are on that. All right, that's going to do it for this particular podcast. Um, I did mention this before. There will be no podcast tomorrow because I'll be gone all day. So no Wednesday podcast. We'll be back on Thursday with Locked on Goals, and then we'll be back with our regular podcast on Friday talking about the Ducks' latest game and how that's all going. So that'll be coming up Thursday and Friday. All right. Once again, thanks for watching. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. Uh, This podcast is free and available across all platforms. I mentioned the email address. Once again, thank you all for your continued support. It is greatly appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the evening and day. Please continue to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and Ducks fly together.